Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, my vibrant friend. Well, this week, my dog turned four and she had her birthday. She was a pandemic pup for us. We got her. She was about a year old then. And it's hard to imagine that we had a life without her now, of course. So she had her birthday and we went to the pet shop and picked out a, you know, a dog treat that looks like a cookie. So it's cute to us. And she got to enjoy that yesterday. But it's funny because a lot of things have changed since we got her in 2020. For one thing, I used to round in the nursing homes and she would be home in her crate. And now I work from home and she's at my side. So I talked to a dog trainer recently and she was, we were talking about the work at home thing. And she said, you know, your dog could really use for you to put her in the crate and you to go somewhere and just leave her alone for a bit. That would be good for her mental health. Which I thought was interesting because my experience of working from home is I'm talking to a client who's, you know, standing in her workplace in Virginia or at her house in Iowa, or, you know, I've got a client that works from home in Colorado. So I, I feel like I'm going all these places, but my dog is experiencing that I am right here next to her all the time. And so for her mental health, I need to get out more. It was just a fascinating conversation. So I wonder if any of you have come up with this with your pets, if you work from home. Or if you don't work from home, maybe I can just give you that free pass to not feel guilty that you're leaving your dog in the crate for a while during the day because it it is actually good for them to have a little bit of their alone time. All right. Well, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about that time where we think I was worried I was going to go hungry. This came up twice this week when I was coaching people. So I thought we've got to talk about it on the podcast. So I will talk a little bit about why we get this thought. And then I'll give you the two examples of the professional women that I coached about this. So what they both told me actually was, I was worried I was going to go hungry. So I overate. Interesting, huh? So this is actually completely normal for our brain. So the fact that it came up twice this week is also normal for coaching because we have our primitive brain and its job is to keep us safe. And so it tends to go to fear if it can. And our normal brain worries, especially about scarcity. We're just not that far away from our cave dwelling ancestors who did need to worry, where is the next meal coming from? So sometimes when you think, well, when am I going to eat next? Your primitive brain pops up with, oh no, we might starve. I'm not sure when we're going to get to eat next, right? Well, I work with all professional women over age 50, so it's a pretty sure bet that none of them is in danger of running out of food. They all live in areas with a bountiful food supply. We also know that it takes days, multiple days, more than a week for us to starve. So This is also not going to happen to any of my clients if they're thinking about the time between one meal and the next. So our brain offers us that fear 
that idea of scarcity, because it that's how it kept the human species alive. But for professional women today, food is in abundance. We've got grocery stores, we've got restaurants, the gas stations have become food markets. And so it doesn't really help us survive to have that thought. And we're really looking to get healthy, to have a body that we want to live in that is a normal weight, and we want to thrive. So that thought doesn't serve us anymore. So let's talk about these two women I worked with and how I coached them through it. So the first one was eating dinner and then going to drive three hours to a hotel on major highways. And this is a place that she's been multiple times. So she said, I was worried I would get hungry on the trip, so I overate at dinner. And her thought gave her the feeling of fear. And then so her action was overeating at dinner. And since she's on her final weight loss journey, it really didn't serve her. And that's why she brought it up. So this is how I coached her through this. This was your thought. I was worried I would get hungry on the trip. So is it a valid concern? Well, she said, actually, she thought, actually, you know, there's a cheese curd shop that I love to stop at between here and the hotel. So maybe it's not valid. And then I asked her if there were those large gas stations that are truck stops, food markets, oasis. And she said, oh, yeah, those are almost every stop along the way. And so, again, no need to fear that there wasn't going to be a place to get food if she got hungry. And then I asked her, what do you normally do when you're not traveling? And she said, well, normally I just eat dinner and then the next morning I eat breakfast. So I asked her, were you likely to go hungry on the drive? And she said, well, no, of course not, because it's only three hours. I'm not going to starve. And, you know, there's all this food along the way. So here's the plan we made when this, when she has this thought. First is reassure the primitive brain. It's normal for our primitive brain to offer us that. So we don't need to feel bad or feel shame that we even have this thought. It's totally normal. That's how human brains are made. So she was going to reassure her primitive brain. There is food along the way. We have our favorite cheese curd shop along the way. And lastly, it's not possible to starve in three hours. So even if we ate nothing, nothing bad would happen. So that was the first step. Step two was to make a plan on how to do this next time she had to go travel after dinner. So her plan was... She was going to eat a regular dinner and stop when she felt satisfied, when she'd had enough, and not overeat. She came up with multiple ideas about what she could do. She could bring something in the car in case she got really hungry. She could make a plan already to stop at the cheese curd shop. And then we also talked about things that she might like to eat at the food markets. For her, it was some jerky. They have a lot of meat jerkies at these places. Pickles. Now there's a company that will sell you pickles in a package at these places. There's cheese at all those markets, even if it isn't the, the best cheese curds that from the cheese curd shop. And she also has noticed that there's usually fruit there. Apples and bananas. It may not be the thing she's most excited about, but if she was truly hungry, there was something that she could eat. So that's how we talked it through. And the interesting thing is, 
She looked relieved. I mean, I could just see it on her face. She didn't need to worry. She was going to have food if she needed it. Okay, here's a second example. This is a doctor who works in a busy clinic. And she told me, I'm worried I'm going to be hungry in the afternoon, so I overeat at lunchtime. You can see where this would come from. She's got a very busy clinic, patient to patient to patient, all afternoon. And she's worried she's going to get hungry. So that feeling from that thought was, she said, was anxiety and fear. And as a result, she was not meeting her weight loss goals. So we talked this over. So let's evaluate the thought. I'm worried I'm going to be hungry in the afternoon. Is it possible that this is true? Yes. If she eats just enough, just till she's satisfied, it's possible if she ends up having a long afternoon in her clinic that she could get hungry. Would it be an emergency if she got hungry? And, you know, she's a medical doctor. She said, well, no, because I'm not going to die if, if I get hungry. She said, but I don't want to get hungry. And I said, is it possible that the opposite is true as well, that you could eat enough until you feel satisfied and you won't get hungry in the afternoon? And she said, well, yes, that's possible as well. So it didn't feel urgent anymore, right? And I could also see that on her face. She said, oh, okay, yeah. But let's go back to that thought also that she doesn't like to get hungry in the afternoon. I can totally relate to this. I do not like to get hungry in the afternoon and feel like I can't eat. So I asked her, well, what will you do if you feel hungry in the afternoon in the middle of your busy clinic? And she said, you know, sometimes I don't drink enough water and I'm probably just thirsty. So I have a water bottle and I think I would just take a few sips off of my water bottle and go see another patient and wait and see how I felt. Now, that was a great plan, right? Because it's true. Oftentimes our brain will say, oh, we need something. I think it's food. And we haven't had enough to drink. I know that all of you busy professional women you know, can relate to that because we get going and going and going and we look up an hour's past. And if our watch has not binged us to stand up, we're like, oh, wait, I haven't stood up. I, I'm, and I'm thirsty. So really relatable, right? So that was a great idea for her. And then she said, well, if I'm still hungry, actually, I always bring too much food for lunch. And in the past, she had overate just to make sure that she didn't get hungry. And she said, you know, I could go back to my desk and in five minutes, eat some more food if I was truly, truly hungry. So that became the plan. First off, she was going to reassure her primitive brain. We have food at the desk to eat if we get hungry. It will be fine. We can, between patients, walk back there and eat some more if we need it. Number two, we will not starve if we don't eat between lunch and dinner. I'm a medical doctor. I know this. It will not happen. Those are the things that she could say to her primitive brain to feel better, right? No one likes to have that anxiety or fear. And then she had the plan, drink water or go back and eat some food. So I hope the example of these two women really resonated with you because I know that you're busy professional women, but this thought happens to a lot of us because our primitive brain does offer us that. I'm worried I'm going to be hungry. It is completely normal to have this thought. Our primitive brains have kept the human race alive by latching onto this fear. Because when we were cave dwellers, 
if we didn't have that fear and we didn't eat as much as we could, we might not make it to the next meal. But in 2023, a professional woman is going to make it to the next meal, or they will have food available that they can eat. Now, it's helpful for professional women to notice this thought, though, because it doesn't serve. It's not good for our health to overeat, really, ever. And this is a kind of cultural thing that's accepted right now that I am really just rallying against because it's not good for our health to overeat. And that thought that I'm, I'm worried I'm going to be hungry doesn't serve us on our weight loss journey either because overeating stops us from losing weight. We can eat just enough. We can eat enough so that we feel satisfied. We can feel like I've had enough, but I don't have a stomach ache and we can stop then. So let's reassure our brains that everything is okay when we have this thought and go ahead and make a plan for what to do if you do get hungry, where you can find some good food if you need it. Because I don't want you to feel true hunger and not be able to eat either. So I'm worried I'm going to be hungry is a normal thought, but doesn't have to lead us to fear and scarcity. And we are going to be able to make a plan to have some food if we need it. Thank you so much for your time today. Hi, this is Dr. Heather Awad, the host of the Vibrant MD podcast. And I wanted to let you know about an opportunity coming up. Next week, I am offering a free course and we're doing it live over Zoom about weight loss for women over age 50. When you're 25, there are 25 ways to lose weight. But when you are over 50, I'm going to share with you the system that takes into account the change in your hormones that will allow your body to burn fat naturally so that you can lose weight rather simply. I know for many of you that your weight was pretty okay until you came upon this hormone change in midlife. Now you feel out of control sometimes and the number on the scale is just going up. And you start to wonder if there's just something wrong with your body and if you're just stuck with this for the rest of your life. I'm gonna show you how to make some simple changes that have helped so many professional women over age 50 lose weight for the last time. My team and I have been putting together this free course for you for a while and I'm so excited to share it with you. So if you're on my email list already, you will get all the information there with the links to attend the course. If you aren't, then however you found this podcast today, if you found me on LinkedIn or on Instagram or Facebook, just send me a DM and I will make sure you have the information. So I can't wait to be with you next week. That will be April 25th, 26th and 27th at 11 a.m. Central Time, noon Eastern. And we'll be together all those times. And it's absolutely free. Can't wait to see you.